what God did in 2022, and I am really looking forward to that. I'm going to steal one of these stands here quick, uh, but I'm looking forward to what, what God did and, and getting to share that with you. So today, if you got your Bibles, I want you to open up to 1 Chronicles chapter 16. 1 Chronicles chapter 16, I just want to share a quick word uh, from God's word, and then share with you everything that God's been, been doing this year. So 1 Chronicles chapter 16, just to give you a little context uh, of what's going on there, uh, the Ark of the Covenant. Raise your hand if you know what the Ark of the Covenant is. Isn't that a fun word? All right. If you don't know what it is, it was a sacred box. All right. So imagine this, this box. They carried it on poles. It had you know, angels carved into the top. And, and God literally gave uh, Moses the instructions for how to build this box. Because in the Old Testament, this was the place where God's presence dwelt. I mean, this, this was a very special box, the Ark of the Covenant. And the Israelites, they carried it with them everywhere that they went. And, and as they carried it with them, they saw victory. They saw God's guidance. And in fact, it would say that there was this pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire that would follow a cloud by day, fire by night. And that was God's presence. And they would follow God's presence wherever he led them. And so this was a very special box back in the day. But at one time, the Israelites, they... They lost some battles, and, and the Ark of the Covenant went away, and, and the enemy took it. But everywhere the enemy took it, it brought disaster upon them. And, and all their, their gods would bow down to the God, the one true God, who, whose presence dwelt there. So eventually, they just sent it back, and they said, this is bad. I mean, we're, we're getting boils and plagues, and this is not fun, right? So they, they sent it back, and, and, and finally, uh, King David got his hands uh, on, on, on this box, on the Ark of the Covenant, the, the place where God's presence dwelt, and they were going to bring it back into the capital city. I mean, this was an exciting day. They were so thankful for everything that God had brought them through and where God was going. So it kind of reminds me of, of today where we look back at, at everything that God had done, has done in our lives. And he's done so many incredible things, and we look forward to what he's going to do. And in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, we see David just giving praise to God for what he has done as they bring the Ark of the Covenant into Jerusalem. So let me read a few verses for you. In chapter 16, verse 8, he says this. Give praise to the Lord. Proclaim his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. Sing to him. Sing praise to him. Tell of all of his wonderful acts. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord in his strength. Seek his face always. I mean, David is, is just giving glory to God for all that he's done. Uh, skip ahead to verse 23. He says, sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. And then in verse 31, it says, let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let the trees of the forest sing. Let them sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes to judge the, the earth. And in verse, verse 34, he says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Right? We need to give thanks to God. We, we need to, uh, I, I like some of these things. It says, uh, to proclaim his salvation day after day, to make known among the nations what he has done. And that's what we're going to do today, is we're just going to make known what God has done. 
Because sometimes we can keep those stories to ourselves. We can, you know, just kind of bottom up and just, you know, thank you, Jesus. But today we're going to publicly declare, thank you, God. Thank you for what you've done. Let's sing his praises. Let's, let's give God uh, the glory that he is due. And so before we fully venture into this new year and new plans and the vision that God has, uh, let's take a look back and thank God for all that he has done because God, as we just sang, God has been so faithful. So let me share some highlights with you. All right, think about this. This, this past year in 2022, things that have happened here uh, at AFA. We hosted many community outreaches. We, we got to host the Care and Share giveaway and see so many people from our community come in and get supplies uh, and essentials that they need. We got to host the Harvest Party and, and again, see so many kids uh, from our community come in and, and, and get to hear about Jesus and eat lots of candy. Uh, we gave over 100 Christmas stockings to the Rosebud Reservation just to share the, the love of Jesus with them. Uh, we hosted three teacher luncheons and three of our elementary school. Uh, again, just to, to share the love of Jesus. We, we hosted eight kindergarten parties, Christmas parties, uh, to let kids in our community know that you are special in, in three of our schools. Uh, not only that, but this past year we got to host kids conference here where we saw hundreds of kids in the building getting to hear about Jesus. Uh, we hosted women's conference here in October. Uh, and then all of the different events. I, I tried to write down a bunch of them. I'm probably missing a bunch, but our father-son camp out, the men's twins trip, men's Monday night fellowship, youth conference, summer camp, uh, fine arts festival, young adult camp, uh, monthly women's fellowship meetings, quarterly women's events, life groups, Bible studies, and services, our new to AFA luncheons we started this past year, uh, a couple rounds of our Next Steps class, we had a missions month, kids Christmas program, our Easter service with balloon drop and all those great things attached to it, we had our Christmas Eve service, I mean, there, there was a lot, right, we were able to do a lot of those events, and, and I want to say today, first off, thank you for serving, right, that doesn't just randomly happen, it, it doesn't come from two people saying, let's, let's make the... It's because everybody came in together and, and said, let's do this. Let's reach our community. Let's share Jesus. Let's share the love of Jesus with every person that we meet. So, so thank you so much for, for serving. I mean, you led events. Uh, you uh, helped in kids' ministry and early childhood ministry and youth ministry. And uh, on Wednesday nights, you've led Bible studies. You've been greeters. You've been at the welcome desk, serving groups, prayer team, worship team, uh, sound, lights, live stream. You've served at events. You've, you've helped decorate the church or decorate for events. You've cleaned up after events. Uh, you've shoveled snow or you've been shot vacuuming water out of carpets when it floods or something like that. Thank you. And I'm sure I've missed a hundred more uh, of different ways that, that so many have served. So I, I just want to say thank you this morning. Thank you for serving. Thank you for being the church, for following God's call, for, for using your talents and your skills uh, to be able to give glory and be able to share the gospel with, with Aberdeen and the surrounding, surrounding area and really to the ends of the world. So thank you so much. And it's amazing, too, that we were able to accomplish all this while, uh, think about this, this last year in 2022, we have an entirely new pastoral staff, an entirely new team, that God has, has been working this together and bringing it all uh, together, and that even through a time of transition, that the church has still been the church. We, we've kept moving forward, and I'm so, so thankful. Thank you for praying. That, that God is bringing the right team together. Now, we, we say all of this, and this morning I'm not here to celebrate a bunch of events. 
right? Because events are really cool, but it's, it's the why we do events that I want to celebrate today, right? Because the reason why we, we host events and why we do all these things isn't to say, look at us, look at what we accomplished, look at all these great things, or, or to just keep busy. But the why behind it is because in these events, in these different things, our, our Wednesday night Bible, everything that we do, we believe we do it because there's eternal impact, that lives are changed, that, that lives are reached. So this year, uh, these are maybe the, the spiritual impact behind the stories. This year, we've reached many new people. Uh, in fact, uh, what I love is Easter this last year, we saw 400 people in service and online uh, that we were able to reach. A lot of new faces that we saw on Easter. In fact, uh, throughout the year, we saw over 40 people, uh, 40 new people attend our new to AFA lunches. Uh, right here at AFA. So that's been great to see so many new people, so many new people in our community that get to hear about Jesus. Uh, God used people in greater ways through these events. In fact, we had over 20 new volunteers uh, this past year all over the building. We got to send uh, 10 people out on missions trips this last year and, and believe in God that he's going to send even more in, in the coming years ahead. Uh, here, these are the numbers I really get excited about. It's the changed lives. We got to see 18 people baptized this year and, and hear their stories of what God uh, did in their lives and just the transformation that took place. We, we, we got to see 10, over 10 people get filled with the Holy Spirit this year. It was so powerful. And I lost track of the numbers, but many, many responded to the gospel. So many, and that's why we do what we do. So many responded to the gospel, whether it was on a, a Sunday morning. There, there's so many who've responded on Sunday morning. Uh, I've heard stories on Wednesday night, even in kids' ministry on Wednesday night, our teachers are there praying with kids to receive Jesus. I mean, how powerful is that? On a Wednesday night Bible study, we got to pray with people to receive Jesus for the first time. I mean, so powerful. I heard stories this year of you praying with people in your homes and leading them to Jesus. And that's what it's all about. Right? That's, that's why we do what we do uh, at summer camp, at, at youth conference. God is moving, and, and that's the why behind it all. Uh, not only that, but this year, let me, let me celebrate some other numbers here. Uh, our kids caught on fire for missions this year. I mean, caught on fire. This year, for BGMC, our Boys and Girls Missionary Challenge, uh, our kids give so that our missionaries can be fully equipped with everything they need to share the gospel. And this year we had our biggest, greatest giving year for BGMC ever. I mean, ever at AFA. The total was $15,515.13 uh, for our missionaries across the globe. Man, that was awesome, right? God's doing a great work. Also this year for Speed the Light, our youth missions program to provide vehicles and sound equipment, whatever our missionaries might need across the seas, and uh, they had their second biggest year ever. They gave $17,299.38. So, I mean, it's just incredible what God's doing. Combine those, it's our biggest year ever for our next-gen giving at over $32,000, and we're just thanking God, thanking God for what he's done as a church. You were faithful, right? As a church, we were able to raise uh, for our missionaries this year over $110,000 uh, to support them, to keep them on the field, uh, to continue to give them the resources that they need so that we can share the gospel to the ends of the earth. And, and that's what it's all about. Uh, we also had you guys fill out uh, just a little bit, what did God do in your life in 2022? And so it was amazing to hear some of the stories uh, in 
God's given us health and, and protection. Uh, some of the things that people wrote down were life. Uh, he gave me life even through health struggles. I, I didn't pass away this year. Uh, he gave me healing from cancer. Uh, he gave me protection in an accident where I should have passed away. Uh, God's provision uh, financially came through. Uh, he provided jobs. He provided a house. He provided his favor. I like this one. He met my needs when I had nothing. Other testimonies that people filled out were spiritually. In 2022, I grew closer to God. God gave me a new gift of the Spirit. Uh, God saved my life in 2022. God gave me boldness to share my testimony in 2022. He saved me from suicide. He gave me a passion to minister in new ways. In 2022, I discovered his love. In 2022, I got to go on a missions trip. So all these victories that, that God did this past year. Uh, in, in our families, we saw many victories. Uh, some of the ones that you submitted were, uh, God gave me a healthy baby. He gave me a stronger marriage. God saved my marriage was another one. My family started serving Jesus. These are all amazing stories that happened in 2022. God has been so faithful. He, he has been so good. Can we just take a moment to celebrate what God has done? Would you give God, Lord, we thank you, Lord. There's no one like you, God. God, thank you. You are so good. I just think about all the, all the families' lives that have changed this year. I think back to where you were at the beginning of 2022 and the work that God has done in your life. He is so good. And we have so much to be thankful for. You know, I, I gave a lot of statistics and a lot of numbers today, but behind every statistic is a story. Behind every statistic is a story. And, and so I'm going to invite, we, we, we've asked several people to share their stories this morning. Um, and they're going to be just coming on this platform. And in just a little bit, they're going to share some testimonies, the, the stories behind the statistics. Because we have so many faithful so many stories of God's faithfulness that we have to share with you today. We couldn't possibly, we would be here all day if we, you know, called everybody up, like, tell us, what did God do in your life? We, we could talk all day about what God did. Um, but we want to highlight some of those for you today. And, and uh, before they share, we also put together a little video uh, of just quick little testimonies, because we wanted to give you as many stories today as possible. Statistics are fun for a little bit, uh, but stories are so much better and, and so much greater. Uh, so before we get to our interviews this morning, I want you just to check out the screen. God saved me and my friends miraculously from a car crash, and from there, I rededicated my life to him. Okay, in 2022, I am so thankful because God helped me and gave me the strength to finally graduate um, college. And in 2022, God had given me new friends. Uh, we went down to visit some family over Christmas, and on the road down, we hit a patch of ice and slid across two lanes of interstate down into the ditch and almost hit a semi-truck. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the prayers of people who were praying for our protection is what saved us, and God did that for us. In 2022, God has just really spoken over our lives. We moved to a new town, and uh, my relationship with God has just deepened to a whole new level. Uh, he's taken my family to a whole new level, and Him, and he gave me the gift of interpretation of tongues this year. In 2021, God, I um, 
ended up having a miscarriage, and then last year, this time last year in January, God blessed us with another baby. I just want to say thank you, God, because despite my health situations, God allowed me to do what I needed to do, what He called me to do, despite my health problems. Bird has helped me through some deep, dark spiritual warfare in a Job season of my life, and through that, He has sent friends, and I have learned to trust on Him more. Also learning more generosity and love for those around me. God blessed me this year with a financial job that really paid very well, and I thank him very much for it. In uh, November 9, 2022, God gave me this beautiful baby boy. And he was supposed to be born with um, Down syndrome, a heart problem. But uh, with God's uh, loving grace, he was healthy. He passed everything. I thank God for that. In 2022, God gave us another year of special growth. Although I spent part of my life trying to run from God, I spent the last almost 50 years now walking with the Lord. And something I've learned is that every year, including 2022, is that I need more. I need more time in prayer. I need more time in His Word. I need more of Him every day because life is hard. But I say, bring it on, because the battle is not mine. The battle belongs to the Lord. God gave me faith, and he gave me courage as well. Last year in March, I was very, very sick. I went to the hospital, and they put me in the ventilator for three days. But Jesus is not done with me yet. In most of my life, I felt that God was angry with me. But then in 2022, um, he showed me that he loves me. I am thankful to God for the many medical miracles He has done in my life, especially the last couple of years. He has touched my heart and my soul, and I am thankful to call Him Father and can't go through a day without Him. God bless you all. He helped me find out that I am a child of God and who I am as a person. In 2022, I made some bad decisions um, that could have landed me 15 years in prison. Uh, but with God's love and mercy, I paid my dues uh, doing 60 days on house arrest. And he's not done with me yet. God gave me the gift of tongues at youth conference. Do you, Are you happy that we can go to church and worship God? God gave me boldness and bravery. God provided for me and my family in 2022. Around 14 years ago, Peter and I really wanted to have a home of our own, and we tried to go a couple banks, and they all said the same thing. You are in the middle of a bankruptcy, um, so there's not going to be any possibility for you to have your home. It was a little discouraging, but the same year, um, a couple months after they say that, we were moving into our own home. Um, and even better, last year, 2022, we were able to pay off our mortgage. Um, your mistakes don't define you. Keep believing.
us. Um, man, I just love hearing these testimonies, hearing about what God did in 2022. And I love how that video ended it. It said, in 2023, keep believing. And that's what we want to encourage you guys. And see, what we're going we're gonna to talk about, we're going to open up with some testimonies. And we're going to talk about how what God did then is not just the past, but it's what he's doing. We're going to talk about what God is doing in this church and where God is moving. So opening up on that, um, Isaac, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit, man. How were you at the beginning of this year? At the beginning of this year, I'd say I was pretty hateful, pretty jealous, pretty cruel. I was pretty rude to the people around me, pretty much. I was a really selfish and dishonest person. Yeah, and you, man, I, I, I love your, your bravery in, you know, saying that in front of everybody, but you know, I, we, we know here that that is, that is not the end of your story by any means, Isaac. Tell us a little bit, um, what happened when we went to camp? What happened when we went to camp? Tell me about that. When we went to camp, it, it was the second night, I think, which I, I already told this story, but I'm going to tell it again because <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, he, the guy, like, said, sorry, I have for He asked if he wanted, like, someone to declare Jesus as Lord because a lot of people the night before didn't do it, but a lot did. But the night before, I did, but I only did it to fit in. Then, like, the next next night, uh, <laughs> I didn't, I was kind of annoyed with that thought. I... Like, at first when I stood up, I kind of did it for myself, but then I realized I was doing, I was also, like, I at first thought I was doing it only for myself, but then I realized I was doing it for the others, for others around me that night. And, man, I love how in that moment God did something in your life, so you stood up and you declared Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life. And... So besides in that moment, what happened after that? What, what, was, what was one of the main things you did? Didn't, you started praying for people, right? Yeah, tell me a little bit about that. I started, like, it felt like I started, like, praying for people. Like, I had a complete heart change. Like, my heart just wasn't for myself anymore. I felt like it was for God and for others around me. I felt this peace, this joy, this happiness, this weight just came off my shoulders. Yeah, and that is just so awesome. Um, I love how you're sharing that, and man, I have seen in these last few months, see, that wasn't just a moment. That wasn't just a moment in your life. Um, not only did you declare Jesus Lord, um, and, you had, and you just had this boldness, you wanted to pray for people, you wanted to share with people, that continued. That continued in your life as moving forward. Um, I want to say, like, as your youth pastor, I always saw how you were connecting with others. You were always being bold in your faith. I thought that was really awesome. Um, in this last year, tell me a little bit about how you, you have this new boldness in your life that you can happily share about Jesus. You can happily tell others. Tell me a little bit about that, how it's different from the past. Well, this past few months, I've kind of been going around talking about what Jesus did for me in school 
and what he's continuing to do in others. And a few people have accepted him as Lord, which I think is absolutely amazing. And like, I've not only seen like a change in myself, but I've seen a change in others, like a change how they want to change the world, not just themselves. They want to glorify God, not just themselves. That is so, so awesome. Thank you for sharing, Isaac. Man, I love how God really just kind of brought a wake-up call in your life to move and be, be bold for him. Awesome. Awesome. Isaac, thank you. Thank you for sharing with us. And you know what? It is so awesome that he can wake us up, isn't it? I mean, sometimes it takes something hard. Sometimes it takes something complicated. Nicole, you had a you had a wake-up call this year. You had a, a big wake-up call. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, the evening of August 12, 2022 was the beginning of a life changer for me. Not only myself, but my family and friends as well. I went to bed right after my daughter's senior pictures. I was abruptly awakened by a chest pain that radiated to my neck and into my left arm. I tried to lay back down and go back to sleep since I had to work the next morning. It was as if someone was behind me pushing me in the upwards position and they were saying, no, you're having a heart attack, you need to go in. I picked up the phone, called my sister, asking her if she could pick me up and take me in since I felt like I was having a heart attack, and she was there in seconds. After a few hours of being at the hospital, I was care flighted out to Aberdeen immediately admitted to ICU. I had to do a catheter, catheter test, which led to findings that my left side of my heart was dead. I had what is called a coronary dissection, which is an emergency condition that occurs when a tear forms in a blood vessel in the heart, which slows down blood flow to the heart, causing a heart attack, heart rhythm problems, or sudden death. It was then decided I was going to be care flighted to Minneapolis to the Abbott Hospital for a double bypass and be placed on a heart transplant list. My family was told by the doctors that I had a low percentage rate of survival. The last thing that I personally remember was seeing Joni, along with my parents, husband, children, sister, and brother-in-law over me getting ready to pray. They all prayed over me, and off I went to the airport. Next thing I knew, it had been a few days later, and I was in Minneapolis. This is where the growth of my faith grew, and the depth of my personal relationship with Jesus grew deeper and continues to grow daily. I am living proof that God does answer prayers. Matthew 18:20 says, "For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am here among them." God answers prayers accordingly to his plan and purpose for our lives. Two verses that stick with me is Philippians 4:13, "I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength." And Philippians 4:6, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to God." One thing to remember, as it helps me, we will all experience unexpected hardships in our lives. And it is these times our trust in God is truly tested. God will never abandon us of his mercy and love. Let us depend on the Lord in our darkest hours, not just then, but in our daily lives always. One last verse that I hold near to my heart is Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Awesome. Thank you, Nicole. That was, that was wonderful. Yeah, you know, God did something incredible in your life and in your heart. What did, you know, that last verse you were talking about, his presence. What did his presence being with you mean in that whole situation? 
in that situation, I, I, felt, I felt at peace. I, uh, I felt relieved. Um, and I was actually in awe. I know that uh, through my experiences, it was just my parents talking to the doctors and the nurses and um, me saying a few comments and stuff. It, it was kind of like it was clicking with doctors and stuff in the hospital that they were kind of wondering who God was. So Nice. You had a way to, you, you shared your testimony then. You're sharing your testimony. Um, how did that affect your family and friends? Um, Has that kind of changed things for you? Well, in the beginning, it was a stressful situation for them, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, I think their faith has also grown, and their trust in God has also grown, too. Nice. Well, thank you for sharing, Nicole. I appreciate that. Awesome, awesome. Uh, man. Emily, I want to want to talk to you about uh, what God's been doing in your life this year. Um, man, love love hearing how God is just doing so many things. And um, in 2022, you got to kind of start out the year pretty strong. Tell me a little bit about how the beginning of the year was for you. Yeah, so um, at the beginning of the year, well, kind of into the middle, we went to camp. And um, I wasn't really going because I needed anything like, sometimes you go and there's, like, one answer that you need from God, and it wasn't really that way with me. But I just went and um, constantly and consistently while I was there, there's just so many people and so many moments just reaffirming things that God had said to my, about my life. And um, even, like, the same day someone would say something and then someone else would say the exact same thing even though they had never met each other so you know yeah I love how the Lord really affirmed over and over again what God has already been speaking in your life and man I I love that um, God called you to be a pastor God has reaffirmed that in your life and it has been so so powerful to watch that grow so tell us a little bit so after camp after the Lord really spoke that you know, you didn't just, you know, have your high moment at camp and go back home and, you know, do nothing. What, what are some ways you've been, you've been serving since then, since camp? Um, well, a big one was um, Bobby got me involved with kids ministry. And so I've been able to help up in kids zone and lead um, small groups up there and then um, last year I got to go to KidCon, and that was a really great experience, getting to pray with all the kids. Yeah, and also, man, love that, and also you, you started a Bible study, right? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I started a Bible study with the girls in youth group and some other girls from Freedom Church, and um, really just wanted to have a place where we could just talk and have conversations and talk about God. And um, we had one before, but it had been kind of a while. And this was just a really good time to bring everybody back together. Yeah, I love how God really laid that on your heart as a way to start now in, in your calling, as a way to disciple others now. Uh, man, I, I love hearing about what God did in that. And the one last thing I wanted to share is um, 
um, tell us a little bit about how you've been serving on the uh, Unshaken Youth worship team and also the worship team here, just a little bit. Yeah, um, I play piano, and so I've been able to do that, and I've been, had been working with Kristen, and um, so I've been learning how to do that, and then when you were gone that one week, I um, led the worship team, and it was a really great time. Yeah, I just loved hearing how you you were walking in your calling and leading the team, even when I was gone. Now that was awesome, awesome, awesome. I really love it. Mike and Shirley, what do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, what God's been doing in your life this year? I'm going to let Mike talk because if I talk, I'll be here a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> but I, I, will, I will have a few things to say when he's done. Well, back in the, back in the end of um, 20, I uh, <clears throat> found out I had uh, throat cancer and it metastasized and went into my lymph node on my right side of my neck and into my liver. <clears throat> and through chemo treatments, it went into remission for a while. And then in 22, last spring, it came back. And because of that, it changed our lives quite completely because <clears throat> we uh, wanted, decided to downsize. We wanted to simplify our life. And the Lord sure most certainly helped us there. He, he uh, led us to a nice um, twin home, about half the size of what we were living in. He sent us a buyer for our, our home. He paid our price. And he sent buyers for, uh, we had a big shop building. That, it was just full of junk, stuff, I should, the way I should say it. <coughs> All of that stuff was sold just like that. We had a man cave sale, and I think within an hour and a half, two hours, 95% of that stuff was gone. But uh, now he's also made it possible for me to get into another, uh, what they call a clinical trials program in regards to my cancer. And uh, it's, uh, it's most certainly is doing a lot of good. It's my tumors in my liver are shrinking, have Thank been the shrinking Lord. for the Thank past. Thank the Lord. <clears throat> <clears throat> They've been shrinking for the last nine months, uh, actually longer than that, almost 10 months, yeah. And uh, Shirley and I have been witnessing to uh, people in the, the uh, hospitals and medical field, and, and uh, we've most certainly had a good reception to that. And we're, whenever we get a chance, we're witness for our dear Lord Jesus Christ, because he deserves all the praise for all the glory. Right, he does. Yeah. And right now, we are leading a, a simple life, and that's because of the Lord, and we're enjoying it. And uh, we're spending more time in, in word and praying. And through this ordeal, uh, I know both of our faiths have been gotten much stronger. We have a much closer relationship with Jesus, and we want to serve him in more ways than we could ever imagine. So we, we owe, it, owe it all to God. It's, it's all because Thank of him. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, um, so many people um, asked us, you seem to always have a good attitude with what you're going through. And we have told everybody, is because we know we were not walking alone. Right. Um, we know that Jesus is by our side every step of the way, and we trust God because he has a plan. We don't know what it is, and, but we, know, we trust enough to know that he's in control and he has a plan. And um, like I say, we don't know the end results, but we know that we are walking with the Lord. And with the Lord, there is, the presence of God, there is peace. So we've always had peace through this whole ordeal. We've had the peace of God. 
and like Mike said, we've had such an opportunity to um, become um, friends with so many doctors and nurses and medical staff along the way, and we have witness to each and every one of them. And um, they, yeah, it's been a good opportunity, and I believe God gave us that opportunity to do that. Um, and they all have been very receptive. Yes, they have. Yeah, I remember the very first time when we had uh, when Mike had chemo treatments, and the after before the third one, the oncologist came in and said. Um, the CT scan shows no detectable cancer. And Mike and I both at the scene said, thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And she just kind of looked at us. And, and then we said, do you know why? And she said, why? And we go, because we have people praying for us all around the world. We have people praying in right, Africa, good, good. India. Mm -hmm. And um, in our church family, we would have never made it through all this without our church family praying for us. It's so important. We got cards and phone calls and just always knew that you were our backup. It's, it's very humbling when you realize how many people are, are praying for you. And I have shed tears of happiness many times over because of that. Powerful testimony. Well, thank you, Mike and Shirley, so much for sharing. I appreciate that. Um, uh, and I almost even only ask, have to ask you to elaborate just because you answered most of the questions. But if I were to have one question for you, I know you said you kept yourself encouraged in knowing that, you know, God is here for you during this difficult time. And I can't imagine that was uh, any new, easy news to hear that Mike was struggling with cancer again. So what are some practical ways that you kept yourself encouraged? What did your prayer life look like? Or did you gather together with other individuals to pray? Yes, we, are, we most certainly are reading the Bible more in Praying. I used to always pray maybe a two, three-minute prayer. They're getting longer and longer. <laughs> Matter of fact, I have my spot where my kitties and I share the basement. That's my, my devotional room. It's nice and quiet down there, and I just feel so much closer to our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Mike and Shirley. I appreciate you so much for sharing that powerful testimony with us. Can we give it just a, a round of applause just for the little Lord of John here? You know, it, it's amazing just sitting here and seeing, um, you know, the stories of God's faithfulness intertwined in between different individuals. You know, when we have an individual victory, it's our victory. You know, as the body of Christ, we share in the victories that uh, Christ has brought us to. You know, and it's powerful because we see it's the same thing in Scripture in the Bible. It's, it's not a story. The Bible's not a story about people's faithfulness to God, but it's about God's faithfulness to man. Right. And this right here is just kind of even more evidence of, you know, his faithfulness towards us. And, uh including your story of just faithfulness towards you. You know, we have a, also have another awesome story from Lily. God has been really faithful to you this past year. Would you like to share what God did in your life in 2022? God gave me a new friend, um, Gracie. She's like the nicest person besides my friend Kaylin that I've ever met. And I believe that God has given me a friend because I waited so long for mm -hmm. a nice friend. And... Finally, this year, I have a friend, another one, and I'm very grateful that God gave me a new friend that loves me for who I am. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that with us, Lily. I really appreciate that. Can we give another round of applause for what God's done this year? 
And even if our stories of faithfulness look different, you know, it shows that God's still faithful all the same in just the right. ways that we each need him to be faithful, you know, that he meets every need, every provision. Because um, I remember at one time, Lily, you know, I, ha- I was in really need of a, a real deep need of a friend. And I prayed and prayed and prayed and asked God. And kind of like you said, didn't you say it took you a little bit of a while? You know, you, you waited really patiently. Um, and eventually God gave me a friend. So but what are some ways that you said, you know, you would keep yourself encouraged? Or maybe you're like, what would be your advice to people out here if they need a friend, you know? Um, just pray and go play with other people. And if they say no, you know what, just find another friend and go play a game with them. Thank you for sharing, Lily. You know, Lily, I'm so glad that you could be here. I know what your busy schedule is very difficult to get you, you know, (laughs) on board with us. So I'm very glad to have you here. Uh, Speaking of that, short story real quick. Um, so when I, one of the first times I interacted with Lily and got to know her, Lily is an amazing kid, by the way. As you can see, she's up here giving her testimony of what God right? did this past year. That's yeah. astounding. Well, speaking of, so like I said, Lily, sometime earlier this year when I was first transitioning to AFA, I was asking if she could help me out with media upstairs because she's on their media team for upstairs. And I don't think Lily knew at the time that I was making the new schedules. So I asked Lily, hey, Lily, would you be willing to help me out upstairs and do media for us? Well, Pastor Mark, I'd have to check because, you know, I work according to a schedule, and I'm a very busy person. (laughs) 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 Uh, So I was like, okay, I'll make sure. We'll look it over in the schedule, Lily. (laughs) But thank you once again, Lily, so much for sharing with us. I really appreciate it. You know, that was a powerful testimony that, you know, God meets our needs, needs in every way. And it doesn't matter whether it's, uh, healing, or whether it's just having someone to walk alongside with, because the Bible says, you know, that two are better than one, you know, and that we're not meant to be alone, that God gives us people to encourage us to look closer towards him and to pursue him even further. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate that, Lily. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Lily. Thank you for being here, for being so brave. How many of you would be in that spot? That's, that's, that's pretty tough. Um, Christine, you yes. also were up in the kids' zone this year. What what can you tell us about Kids Zone? What what is this a new thing? It is a huge blessing to be up there. I I watch your guys' kids give their lives to Jesus. They're up there dancing and raising their arms and singing worship. It's it's really moving. It's it, I love it a lot. That's it's awesome. a huge blessing. That was a new it's a thing. blessing. That was a new thing, right? Yeah, you <laughs> put it up to your mouth. That's good. That's Sorry. good. Um, there was there were other all opportunities too that God gave you this year. Can you tell us about a few of those? Uh, I started a Bible study. Um, that was pretty interesting. It was really fun to step out of my comfort zone and in faith just be obedient and reach out to people in Colombia and in my community. And it was really exciting. It, it was fun. We learned about the fruit of the spirit. Um, very much worth it. Very very much worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was another thing, too. Yes. Okay, so I have been called a few times to speak in women's groups to share my testimony. And testimony is pretty vast. Um, And it's a huge blessing to share your testimony with people. Um, Each one of us is created so individual. We have stories, healings, callings in life. I mean, miraculous healings for health things that seem small, like just making a friend that loves you for who you are. We are all created so individually, and we all have a an ability to reach people, you know, that you may not reach or that I may not reach. So sharing your testimony is really, really important. It's it's a huge, 
certainly to encourage people, to strengthen people, to bring definitely glory to God. I mean, first and foremost, for the things that we overcome and the things that we survive through. You can live through things without God, but he really does bring us alive and he renews us. He strengthens us. He gives us hope. Sharing our testimony can give hope to so many people that just feel so alone and you, you just never know. It's, it's an important thing, I believe. It is, it is. And testimony, in case you're like, well, that's kind of a churchy word, whatever. It's your story. Mm. You know, it's when we share our story, when we share the things that God has brought us through, it encourages other people. And, you know, when our, when our testimony is given, it gives glory to God. You know, you give glory to God. And, and you have a chance then to point to God. Instead of looking at me, look at God. And uh, so, Christine, tell me, tell me about the importance of sharing your testimony to other people. Okay, so Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen: as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Okay, so we learn from each other. Y- you know, oh, I feel very loud. Um, it's just, it's important that we reach out to people and, and that they know that they're not alone in the things that they go through. Um, you may feel like you're struggling in something so deep and so ugly and so horrible that nobody else on the planet can can relate or, or can accept you or whatever, but y- you find that when you share that, even with a large group of people, one, you may reach one person or you may reach five or you may online reach somebody else, but that still brings glory to God for yeah. the healing that you can yeah. overcome. You know, you, I, I know the freedom that comes from building a relationship with Christ and, and sacrificing and giving things, and I, I mean, I can't, I can't promote the sharing of a testimony enough. It's, it's integral to healing, yeah. um, to growing, to strengthening, to encouraging others, to, to building relationships that, that all bring us to God. You know, we, we need each other. We are created for each other yeah. to, to help each other heal so that we can love a father that loves us so much that he has given his one and only son for us. You know, sometimes, sometimes when we when we share our testimony, it it makes it makes us more real. You know, I think sometimes people come to church and they think everybody's all cleaned up, they got nothing wrong with them, mm. they haven't gone through anything. You know, and and you're sitting there going, they're all prettied up, they got their healing, whatever, and I am in a pit. You know, I I, I don't know what I'm doing. And you know, when we share our testimony, we share our story. And how God brought us from one point to the next. We can encourage somebody. We can encourage them to do that. Um, one more question, Christine. How should I and this congregation share our testimony with us? Or why should I and everybody share our testimony? To strengthen each other, to encourage. To encourage, to strengthen, to grow, um, to reach to people, to give glory to God. To I, there are so many things. I mean, it, yeah. it's I could go on and on about it, but it is important. There, there are people that just feel, even in a room full of people, so encompassed or engulfed in their life of despair or whatever. And somebody, somebody close to you, somebody far away from you understands, yeah. and they have an encouraging story of healing for you. I mean, addiction. Addiction has so many forms. And it is gripping, you, you know what I mean? It goes from the uglies to the superhumans. But there's healing from that. Loneliness. God, God has so much love for each one of us. You, 
no matter how alone you uh, are, you are never alone when you're with God. That's right. Um, he said what? I will never leave you, forsake you. So, yes, thank you, Christine. Thank you, Pastor Ben, You uh, uh, for a chance to share our stories up here and uh, to, to be with you guys. So, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you guys for sure. Would you, would you give a round of applause for all these for just being brave and, and sharing? Thank you so much. Uh, it's amazing to hear what, what God is doing, what he has done. And, and there may be many, some of you out there this morning, you might be thinking, man, I, God did something in my life. I, I want to share that this morning. We'll, we'll, hey, we'll give you opportunity. If you want to share something today uh, in the business meeting, we'll give you some opportunity. We'll give you the microphone just to share what God has done because he has done so many things. And, and it's almost impossible to pack them all into just one, one little segment because God is so faithful. So let's just take one moment. Let's again, let's just give it up for God in this place and what he has done. Jesus, we thank you for what you've done in our lives, God, and we believe, God, that you have even greater things in store for us today. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to share just a little bit uh, before we head out of, of what might happen in 2023, right? We ended that little video in 2023, keep believing. Keep believing. It's so powerful hearing these testimonies because it, it encourages your faith. In 2023, let's keep believing in what God wants to do. Um, so here are some things that I am believing God for for 2023. The first one is this. I am believing God that, that God is going to use you to invite someone to church. All right? I, I'm not talking about the person sitting next to you. I'm talking about you, all right? This is, this is for you this morning. I believe in 2023, God's going to use you to invite someone to church. And that might be, for you, that might be really easy. For you, that might be, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do that. What are people going to think about me? What if they say no? What if, but, but no, I believe that God's going to use you. He's going to use you to get over that fear and invite someone to church. I'm believing this year for, for Easter. Last year we had 400 people. I believe that God is going to fill this place with 500 people in, in this building this, this Easter because you are out there just saying, hey, will you come with me to church? Uh, and it's going to be power. I'm excited for Easter this year. We're going to have our Easter breakfast again, our Speed the Light Easter breakfast. We're going to be doing our balloon drop again this year and, and just invite the community out. It's going to be incredible. God's going to do amazing things. So I, I believe God's going to use you to invite someone to church this, this year. Uh, second thing is I believe that God is going to use you to lead someone to Jesus. I'm talking to you, Right? I believe God's going to use you to lead someone to Jesus, and it's going to be powerful. You know what? It, it might be at your house that you lead someone to Jesus. You're just sitting there, and you've invited them over, and, and you tell them about how your life's there. You share your testimony, and, and they're going to ask, well, how can I experience that? And you're going to lead them to Jesus. You're going to pray with them, and, and it's going to be uh, one of the greatest days in your life because you, you didn't even see that coming, but he's going to use you to lead someone to Jesus. Maybe that's at the grocery store. Maybe it's in your school. Maybe it's at this altar right here. Uh, again, I, I'm excited for Easter Sunday. We're going to share a little bit. Uh, we're going to title the message that, that day, Your Way is Better. God, your way is better because we so many times we go off, we try to do our own thing, we end up messing it all up. But we're talking about that God's way is better. And at the end of that, we're going to have everybody stand. We're going to give an opportunity. Hey, if, if you want to follow God's way, if you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you to come down. And then I'm going to give an opportunity to say, uh, why don't you ask the person next to you if you can go down with them? Right? And that might be your opportunity. You've invited someone to church, they're standing next to you, and you get to ask them, hey, do you want to 
make Jesus the Lord of your life, you want to come with me down to the altar? And you're going to get to walk right down here and, and lead them to Jesus. Maybe it's at this altar in this year that you get to lead someone to Jesus. But I, I believe that. The third thing that I believe is that in 2023, you are going to disciple someone. You're going to help build them up. You're, you're going to uh, strengthen their faith. See, you're not going to just come to church anymore. Now that you've, you've reached someone, right, and they're coming to church with you, you're not going to be coming to church just for yourself anymore. Now you're going to view church through their eyes. You're just going to be seeing, man, uh, we, we need to get them plugged in. We need to build them up because they need to know all this stuff. Man, they, they need to know about faith, and they need to know about God's mercy and, and, and about his grace, and they need, to, man, they need to know about the Holy Spirit. Oh, we got to tell them about that. And, and now you're going to be coming to church not just for yourself but because uh, you want to see this person next to you grow. And, and you're, we got to get a good spot. we got to sit right up front because, man, we, we just want to be there for the presence of the Lord in this place. And we got to start going to Bible study. Man, we got to start going to Wednesday nights because God is just going to build us, and, and you're going to, you're going to be able to disciple someone. In fact, you're going to want to get into God's word more because you just want to have something to share. You, you want to be full so that you can give things away, right? And you can, you can share with people about, about Jesus more. And, and so I believe that in 2023, God's going to use you to, to disciple someone. I also believe that in 2023, God is going to use you to reach the world. To reach the world. To not just uh, focus here. I mean, that's important. But to go to the ends of the earth. I believe that in missions this year, God is going to do a powerful thing. Uh, because, hey, last year we gave 32000 through BGMC and Speed of Light, and that was our next generation. And this year, uh, we, we've made Pastor Stern and Pastor Marco, we got together and, and said, you know, what if? What, what if God does something incredible? And this year, uh, we're, we're believing that we're going to give $40,000 through our kids and through our teenagers uh, for Speed the Light and BGMC because we've got an amazing project to do, and it's going to happen over in India through uh, a ministry called Project Rescue, uh, where they're rescuing uh, young boys and girls from human trafficking. And it's, they've been doing this for many years, but this year there's a new emphasis. There's, there's a, a series of villages, and, and we'll, we'll jump into this more in depth uh, in the weeks and months to come, but there's a series of villages who, whose pride and joy, their only source of income for the entire village is through human trafficking. And, and so when they have a daughter born to them, they, they celebrate because they know when uh, they're 11 or 12 years old, they're going to sell them into human trafficking for the rest of their life. I mean, it's just... It's terrible to, to think that people would think that that's okay. But we've set up houses over there where we can rescue uh, the, these young boys and girls and, and bring them in. And so this year, our BGMC project is going to be raising funds so that we can build another facility to house about 50 girls uh, to rescue them, to give them training, to, to teach them so they can go to school, so they can not be the lowest part of the caste system over in India, but they can go and be leaders and politicians and, and doctors in their community and totally change their lives around because we get to share with them about Jesus. Uh, our, our Speed the Light funds, our, our teenagers are going to be raising money for uh, a facility to house about 70 teenagers uh, in that, that same village, in that same community. So it's amazing. Our, our kids are going to be raising funds to reach kids in India, and, and our teenagers are going to be raising funds to reach teenagers and rescue teenagers from human trafficking. It's going to be powerful. So I'm believing, God, that we can raise 40000 I believe that as a church, that we can raise uh, 100000 just for our missionary uh, last year, we brought on six new missionaries, and I believe, hey, we can do even more than that. We can continue to spread the gospel around the world. So I believe that in 2023, you're going to help reach the world. 
And the last thing, oh, this one's good. I'm excited for this. I believe that in 2023, that God is going to pour out his spirit on you. He's going to pour his spirit out on you. And, and he, you are going to be filled in ways that you never knew you could be filled before. Uh, that God is going to empower you to do all these things, to share your testimony. He, he's going to take you to a deeper level that you've never experienced before. He may use you supernaturally, and you're just like, whoa, what happened? That had to be God. Uh, here's a date. You can put it on your calendar. This isn't the only time that God can fill you with, your, with his spirit, but uh, the last weekend of August, we are going to host a Holy Spirit conference right here at AFA. We're going to meet Saturday and Sunday. We're going to have about three services uh, between the, the days, and we're inviting a guest speaker, Tim Enloe, and uh, it's going to be a powerful time, a move of God's spirit where you're going to go deeper in your walk with Christ. We're going to invite many from our community and believe that God is going to fill people with the spirit, that many are going to come uh, to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, and it's going to be amazing. So I believe in 2023, again, these five things, that you are going to invite someone to church, you, I'm talking about you, you are going to invite someone to church, that, that you are going to lead someone to Jesus, that you're going to be able to disciple someone, that you're going to be able to reach the world, and that God is going to pour his spirit out on you. I believe that. That's what can happen. That's what can happen in 2023. So today, we give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his love endures forever. And so I want to invite our worship team back up. We are, we are going to leave this place in uh, just celebration today. So would you stand with me? We're going to sing this song that we started with, Great Things. Because our God has done great things. So I just want to worship together. I want to lift his name up. I want to declare his greatness. And when we're done, uh, we'll pray and we'll dismiss over to our meal. But would you join me as we just lift up God's name for all that he has done and all that he is going to do.
done great things. There is no one like you. And God, we, we remember all that you have done for us. Lord, we're thankful. So Lord, thank you for being faithful even when we haven't been. God, thank you for all that you've done in 22. And, and, and God, we believe that you are going to do even more in 2023. Uh, so Lord, I pray you be with us. God, be with us as we go into the annual business meeting. God, we pray that you would bless the food we're about to eat to our bodies. God, that you would uh, just use us today. Use your people to, to share their stories, to share their testimonies, to, to serve, God, to, to, to change lives. May we be the church, not just inside these walls, but out in our community. Everywhere we go, may we be your church. So, Lord, we thank you. Lord, you are in control. You are in charge. This is your church. Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, you are dismissed. Uh, members, you can join us. Go through the connections room. Get signed in uh, as we jump into our annual business meeting.